Welcome to Let's Talk with Dr. Robin. In this podcast, topics will be discussed that promote the daily management of life. While this information is meant to supplement your journey towards healthy emotional well-being, it is not intended to take the place of seeing a licensed mental health professional. I am Dr. Robin C. Wiley, a licensed clinical social worker with a private therapy practice in New Jersey. Thank you for joining today's conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. So this is our second show. Um, I hope you tuned in for the first show where we discussed sort of, you know, why this podcast has been created and and what we're trying to accomplish um, and how we're trying to be supportive. So I have my producer here, Bryce. Good afternoon. Who may chime in from time to time because he is (laughs) my podcast support system. I appreciate that. Um, But I do want to thank you all for tuning in today. Um, What I want to talk to you about today is wellness. And The reason why, because I think it's a good starting point to some of the other topics that we're going to talk about, because one, we have to realize how do we define wellness for ourselves? And that's that's key. Wellness is not going to be the same for everyone. Now, in general, when we think of wellness, a lot of times we think of wellness, we think of health. And so we tend to think of the physical health. So like, are we being active? Are we eating healthy? Different things like that. But we may not necessarily be considering the other things that we contribute that could contribute to wellness. It's like it's all connected. It sounds like what you're saying. Right. There is there's definitely like a mind body connection. Absolutely. Whereas when you think about it, you know, if you if you're tired, if you don't feel well, you may, you know, be in some type of physical discomfort. But if you're in physical discomfort, you also may not be in the right state of mind to like talk to people or want to be around people, that kind of thing. So that's just a simple way of saying mind body connection. Um, But so when I think of wellness, it's kind of like what you need in your life to be well, to feel well and to live well. Mm. So when I was sort of looking at, well, what are some other people saying about this topic about wellness? Because I know how I define wellness for myself, but each of us needs to define that for ourselves. I don't think somebody else can really define that for you. Right. So when I looked up, there's kind of like a lot of people look at about six main categories, but there's about really eight categories. And so I just kind of want to talk about those for a little bit. Certainly one being physical, you know, which is the, you know, are you active? Are you, you know, what you're putting in your body, um, you know, are you getting enough sleep, that kind of stuff. It's funny, if you mind me, it's funny, a lot of people don't necessarily correlate that, but they need to, that what you eat is like everything. You know, it is. I think, and, and, and like a really, like a small thing I think about when I, if I eat a salad, I do feel better afterwards as opposed to if I ate a Big Mac. Right. Psychologically too. <laughs> right, right, right. You know we feel saying? less guilt. We feel less right. guilt. But then and, overall, too, though, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of emotional connections with mm-hmm. food. Okay. You know, we connect yeah. a lot of things emotionally with food. Food sure. is a source of comfort for us a lot of times. Sure. So oftentimes when people start looking at, you know, what they need to feel better, 
Right. Sometimes food is the go-to. And right. I mean, there's some definite, you know, there's a lot of theories on that. But I mean, one is that, you know, we come into this world and the first thing is about, you know, food right. and <laughs> affection. Right. Absolutely. Sort of. So right. food is is definitely something that is used oftentimes to comfort us when we're infants, when we're small right. children. I got you. And depending on, you know, cultural aspects, what, you know, or how your family is, food is a big part of everything sure. we do. Sure. So you're right. It, it's a it's a huge part of it can be a huge part of wellness, but oftentimes we have to shift our thinking about it. Right. I got about, you. you know, eating to live, not living to living eat, to so eat. to speak. Right. I got you. So then so we have the physical. So then the next thing could be like the mental or emotional part. Okay. And of course, you know, as a as a therapist, this is one that's very, very important to me because emotionally, you know, how we experience our emotions, how we regulate our emotions is key. Because a lot of times that can cause us more problems that can cause us problems in our um, interpersonal relationships that can just like emotional stuff is is very, very important. Right. Um, And I think oftentimes we don't realize where a lot of times our emotions are actually coming from. Right. And so thoughts go into that, that kind of thing also. Um, Next, we have spiritual and this is just, you know, based on your belief system. So, again, spiritual might not be a priority in somebody for their wellness. That may not be something that someone wants to include in that. So I'm just saying when right. I'm giving these topics, these are kind of like things to choose from. So but of course, spiritual is about, you know, your beliefs, whether you believe in a higher power, whether you don't. Um, <clears throat> this can also be about mindfulness. This can also be about how you stay centered. Right. Those types of things. Um the next one is intellectual. Hmm. So that's interesting. That's it. Yeah, intellectual. <laughs> that's so, an interesting one. So yeah. even though that's like a, you know, I mean, intellectual can mean so many things. Like for most people, intellectual means your intellect. So like, you know, your knowledge, your skills. And that is, it's like if if that's a part of your wellness, like what skills, what knowledge do you have? Right. I also like to think it's also about what do you put into your brain? Like what knowledge do you allow? to come into your mental space. So in a sense, it can be connected to the mental and emotional. And what I mean by that is I often tell clients that I work with to be very mindful of the things that they listen to. So whether that is things that you listen to in the media, whether that is conversations you have, and I'll give an example. Have you ever talked to somebody who all of their conversations are very negative? They're very problem focused, Mm, very negative. mm, mm. And does that make you feel better or does it make you feel worse? Especially if that's all they talk about. Like, that's it. Right. I mean, the, the person I the, the person receiving the listening experience is right. going to feel horrible. Well, and that's what I mean. The person, <laughs> right. So if you're the right. person on the other end of it, and some might say, well, you know, somebody has a problem. They need to talk to somebody. So that's true. I mean, absolutely. You want to be a support. So it's not about that. But it's about someone not recognizing that whenever maybe they have a conversation, right. it's always a negative. Or they don't see the positive in anything. Never. Never. So but, that is not that, a pleasant it, experience. No, you're right. They call that what? <laughs> pessimistic, right? Is that what? It could be or, pessimistic. It, it could be pessimistic. It could be cynical. And I mean, we all have yeah, that. We all yeah. can be pessimistic about certain things. Yeah, we all can right. be cynical about certain things. <laughs> right. So, But it's about a con. So this is like your Debbie Downer. You know, okay. and All the time. that's a shame because I'm sure, you know, Debbie doesn't want to get a bad name. But right. but it's like, I but this is, <laughs> but this is the, this is the person who, when you see them coming, right. you almost have a, an internal, like, a visceral reaction to them right. because you're like, okay, well, here we go. Oh boy. Right. So, 
So that's one aspect. But the other thing is also to like, you know, different things that we might read, different things that we might listen to. Um, I always encourage clients to listen to podcasts that have a positive, uplifting type of message. Right. Because if you're putting positive stuff in your brain. It's going to come out then, positive. Right. And yeah. some of it might stick a little bit. And so it's good right. to, it's hard to listen to positive things. It's just like if you have a friend who's very inspirational right. and a friend that always comes from a place of positivity, then it's very hard to be negative around that person. Right. Is it fair to say, Dr. Robin, that um, what what comes out of you um, can kind of gauge your wellness meter? Is that kind of fair? And I'll give you an example real quick. I knew someone that at one point in time, they you know, they were making songs, but every song was about, I'll kill you, I'll this, um, I hate you, I this, I that. And I happened to say to them, I don't, I don't think you're happy. And they said, oh no, no, I'm very happy. And I said, well, okay. I, I couldn't really, grasp it because if you're happy why would you want to continually talk about something that's i'll kill you i hate you i don't know so i mean so one could say it could be cathartic in a sense where the person is getting their emotional release through like you see in a lot of music in particular Mm. like people are able to work through stuff like especially through you know through the arts whether it's you know actually you know drawing something whether it's poetry you know, music, singing, that kind of thing. Someone is able to get a cathartic release through that. Right. So that could possibly be it. Okay. Or, or like you said, (laughs) the person could be unhappy. And so still, because there's a difference between working through our stuff to to get to a point of wellness and sort of still um, basking in our, like some people live by their, um, torment and their pain and some yeah i got you this is right. this this is a thing People That's how they identify, sometimes right. yeah they identify by that like right. i've been through all these things right. and so this is where i am right and not seeing like a lot of people use that their story of the pain and right. trauma and that kind of thing to promote wellness because they've come on the other side of it or mm-hmm. they're trying okay. to encourage other people like look i got through this you can get you through, can through it, it too. too right right Right. So, so the intellectual part is is that idea of being mindful of what we're bringing into our mental space, what okay. we're taking in, what knowledge, what information sure. we're taking in. Okay. So you could also think about like things that we read online in terms of social media, that kind of thing. You get okay. a lot of different information right. from different people, that type of thing, and so. Right. When we see that information, you know, how does it make us feel? Does it, you know, because this is all about something contributing to your wellness right. versus taking Take away, away from right, it. Absolutely. Right. Right. So the next one is social. Mm. So you think about social, of course, this is about our friendships. This could even be about, you know, fam. This is about relationships, mm. friendships, family relationships, how we interact with others, that type mm. of thing. And so we, you know, you look at the idea, certainly in certain other fields, are, they talk about like people, places and things. Well, people, places and things has a lot to do with other aspects of our life in terms of who you surround yourself with. So you is, is that is that saying, you know, I've always heard that saying and many probably people have or not. I'm not sure if you have, but they, they I was taught younger at a young age that. You are the company you keep. Yes. 
Yeah. So is that is yeah. that kind of speaking? That is an to old that, saying. That is an old, old saying, saying, right? Right. It is an old saying, and I think there is some truth. As most old sayings, there's some truth to that. Sure. In that the people you surround yourself with, right? The people that are in your circle, so they you can't help but take on who they are some right. of their energy you know right. some of their energy whether it's right. negative energy whether it's but like it's hard you can't be that negative if you're around a bunch of positive people right right because they don't identify with you right right right, right. so what happens is and you notice this when so if anybody has tried to like change like when you start to change how you are like maybe you did mm. things one way for a majority of your life and then you start to shift and you start to change and your mindset is different right. and you're thinking i'm going to live a different way if you notice people that don't that can't like connect with you on that level they right. will remove themselves from your life right. right right and oftentimes that's sometimes what scares people when they think about changing something because mm -hmm. they're sometimes fearful of am i going to lose these people that i thought mm -hmm. were part of my support system mm -hmm when they weren't really part of your support system to begin with. Right. So when we think about wellness, when we think about overall trying to be well and trying to live in a state of wellness, right. who we are around, who we associate with is key. Very key. Right. It, it, is, it is a key element right. because these are the people that are either reinforcing what you're doing right. or they're taking it away from what you're doing. You know, in the, in the, in the spiritual realm, um, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of taught that you know iron sharpens iron so it's meaning that those same people that you know if if you find yourself a good um circle or selection of friends then when you're kind of going through the ebbs and flows of life then that person who's just that like that piece of iron sharpening you or you sharpening them they can now sharpen you when you right. seem to not feel so sharp or whatever, right. you know what I'm saying? You need, you need somebody, everyone, and, and you know, and this is kind of my personal belief, everyone needs somebody in their life that's going to be there for them through the ups and downs, no matter what's going on. You need that person that's going to be there for you unconditionally and faithfully. And so what happens is sometimes we think we have that person, but there are conditions assigned, or we don't realize that's what we want um, and we don't really have it. Right. So and, and you know, when, when I think of the social, this is not just about your peers. This is not just about friendships. It's also about with family. Right. You know, many of us have, you know, family members that, you know, are very much there for us unconditionally. Or we have people that are not because, you know, now families defined very differently. Mm -hmm. Family is not about family does not have to be about someone that is biologically related to you. Right. Many of us have people that we refer to as family that are not biologically Biologi related to absolutely. us at all, right? right? And that has to do with character, that has to do right. with the meaning behind the relationship, the significance of the relationship. Right. So when you think about that, we don't wanna limit who is part of our support system based right. on certain maybe labels that we might place upon them saying, well, you know, this is my ex-family member. Right. Um, and, and, and so they, they're the person that has to be my support, even though right. they may not, they may not be able to give you support in the way that you need. Right. So that's so tough for, um, you know, it's, and a lot of people struggle. I think at least I think a lot of people struggle, struggle when they're trying to achieve, I guess, a, a level mm -hmm. of wellness within themselves. That family piece is very hard to break away from. You know, oftentimes they, they, they might want to go in a different direction and know the way, but then their loyalty to their family now. And 
So I guess, I guess it sounds like what you're saying, Dr. Robin, is that mm -hmm. your loyalty can really interfere with your wellness sometimes. It could because it can sort of skew sure. <laughs> your judgment, right. you know, because if because a lot of wellness is about wellness also has to do with what becomes important to you. Like, mm. you know, when I talk about prioritizing these categories, mm. you know, what's important to you at this time in your life? And that's right. also probably going to change right. because when we're younger, there are different things that contribute to our wellness. Right. You know, sure. wellness might be more focused on the social. Right. You know, it's right. like I need to have friends. I need right. to be out. I need to be doing stuff, that kind of thing. As we right. get older, the wellness, right. right, wellness, the way we define it and what needs to contribute to it is probably going to change. Right. But something that we also have to think about what you're talking about is sort of the alignment, like having people in our lives and, and making sure that we're aligned with or whatever we're doing is aligned with our mindset and our value system. Right. That's interesting. And real quick before we go to commercial break, um, the wellness, it's sounding like what I heard you say is that the well the wellness changes as you go through the lifespan. Yes. So as you go through different milestones, it actually changes, right? It does. Wow. It does. Okay. Because we're growing. Right. So we're always growing. So when we come back, we'll talk about the the next three that are on the list. Okay. All right. Lady T's Elegant Creations, where everything is handcrafted with love. We specialize in personal and custom-made baskets, bracelets, candles, and more. So when you're looking for that perfect gift or just need a custom arrangement, don't hesitate to contact Lady T's Elegant Creations, where everything is handcrafted with love. For more information, please call 609-531-1756. Okay, so let's continue on our list of the categories of things that can contribute to our wellness. And again, these are not fixed items. These are things that you would choose from. So we, we went through the physical, the emotional, spiritual, intellectual, and social. Next, we have occupational. So this is about, you know, what we're doing. We have to remember that we spend a large part of our time, you know, at our job or in school or whatever, whatever our occupation is at the moment. And so you certainly ideally, and this is one where, you know, you may not have a lot of choices. You may not, because that's, that's, that's the reality of some things that we have to do in life is that we don't have the choices in terms of like how the work environment is, you know, is our job contributing to our wellness? Is our job taking away from our wellness? And it is important to recognize that because oftentimes that's what promotes people to right. decide to leave a job because they're saying, you know what, this is taking away from my, you know, mental my, <laughs> stability. My yeah, this my is peace. right. This is taking away from my peace and joy, or it may yeah. have, I no longer enjoy this job, that type of thing. Right. Um, the next one is financial. Financial is a big one. And again, that may be, there may be some choices limited in limited with that. Um, so we think about financial, of course, you're thinking about, you know, the money, you're thinking about planning for the future, you think about how financially stable you are. And is that something that you're stressed out about? Are there things that you need to do differently? A lot of times we find validation and gratification in spending. And right. even though that might not be in the right areas of life, 
that might not be in the right places. So, of course, you know, as we get older, we think more about, you know, the future and how finances are going to be. Also, it's about, you know, is it part of your plan or part of your wellness to say, you know, I want to be a homeowner or I want to own my own business, that right. type of thing. So that's that's where the financial piece. And again, this may not be part of your wellness. Like some people are more like, you know what, I'm a minimalist. I don't really care about the money. Right. Money is not important to me. Right. You know, but we know that we need some type of money. Well, because it's a resource. Live. Right. It's because it's a it's resource. A resource. And, and it's funny that, you know, um, you know, when you were talking and touching on the other uh, points uh, of wellness or the categories, I, you know, each one I would say, okay, well, this one I was kind of, kind of ranking them in my own order in my head. Mm -hmm. But you know, it seems as though, like, and I know we still have a few more to go to, but the financial piece that seems like that could dictate a lot of those other a lot of the categories. Other you know. It could. It could because so you think about the financial piece related to social. Right. Depending on how you how you see your social life. Sure. Whether that means, you know, okay, I need to be doing things out with my friends and that's right. gonna, you know, cost money. Right. Um, or occupational. Sure. I need to work in this type of job. Right. You know, to be able to afford certain things. So I think it's interesting because certainly there are certain groups of individuals that would think that, okay, my job needs to provide me with some, it needs to contribute to my happiness. Right. You know, I want to be fulfilled in my job, that type right. of thing. There are other people that might say, well, I don't care what type of job I have as long as the money is good. The money's good. Right. So again, under these categories, it's kind of like where you prioritize your values. Like what do okay. you value under these areas? Right. So finance might be about someone saying, well, you know what? It, I feel better and I'm less stressed because I'm able to pay my bills. Right. I don't care if I have, you know, ex just a few dollars left over. All my bills are paid and I right. can make it until the next paycheck. Right. But for some people, they may never be satisfied with the money that they're making because right. they feel like, well, I just need to make more money because I want to be able to do X, Y, and Z. Right, so you. it's really about the priorities. Right. Um, and the last one, which I thought was very interesting, but also very important is about environment. Mm. And so this, when you think about environment, that's mm. that could be work environment, mm. that could be home environment, that could be, you know, just like where you live in the state of everything else that's going on in the world. Um, the environment that you create, the space that you create for yourself when you're around other people, different environments that you might go into. Right. So one thing that oftentimes we need to realize is when our environment is chaotic. Right. That is not going to contribute to our wellness. No, it's probably going to hinder it, right? Right. It will. Right. It, it can be a hindrance. It definitely right. can, um, because you need some sort of structure. You know, we all need that. We may not think we do, right. but we all need some sort of structure, some idea of knowing, like, okay, this is this is what's going to happen when I go here or in my home. These are the things that happen. Right. So that helps us to feel more calm. That helps us to feel more at peace. Um, and it's also about knowing, like it gives us the knowledge to know that, okay, you know what? I can go forth. I can do what I need to do because this is, so some of us may outside of our home, it may be crazy, right? but inside our home, there's a feeling of peace sure. and there's a feeling of comfort and our, right. and so we, we like to create our home space like that. So right. environment is important Life in terms of how it contributes, right. In terms yeah. of how it contributes to, 
you know, living well, feeling well, being well. Right. It is it, very that's very important. So I think we don't want to yeah. don't want to minimize that. Um, no, not at all. I mean, in in fact, I, I'm sitting here pondering again about um, how some of those things are like closely um, closely affect one another. So like the financial affects you know your environment because that right. that dictates you know, what you can afford and what area you could live in. Now, ideally, yeah, I mean, you know, if, if that's in, important, if to that's you. important, if to that's you, important, right. right. If that's important to you, because, right. because what we know is, is that people don't necessarily need to live in mansions to be happy. Sure. They don't sure. necessarily need to have all of these materialistic things to, to feel yeah, I good. See. I see what you're saying. But okay. yeah. again, I'm saying that, but for somebody who defines wellness differently, right. They may say, "Well, no, I need to have that seventy-five inch screen XYZ, television right. to right. be to feel like right. in my home because it might represent a sense of accomplishment for right. them." So there's right. nothing. What I'm saying is that there's nothing wrong with that. Sure, it's just the idea of really knowing that we need to know what yeah. we need to contribute yeah. to our wellness. Yeah. And all I'm saying is that that may change. That may yeah. change from one age to the next, one generation to the next, that type of thing. Right. And it may not be the same for everybody that's living under one roof. You know, it's funny. I, I've seen I've seen some people, you know, just in my in my travels where they they you know they, they unfortunately you know life is dictated where they're only able to afford a certain locale or location. So they didn't live there, then they start to assimilate within that locale or location, mm-hmm. and now they've got, you know maybe, you know, different type of people that have really, really, really assimilated to that environment. And that kind of, they've actually changed a little bit because of their surroundings. Okay. So then it, that's where I say that maybe sometimes, um, I guess it's that old theory of, you know, um, you know, get, I guess. You can't you know, beat them, join them. Can't beat them, join them. But then you've heard those things like um, getting out the hood, but then you still got the mentality. Oh, of the so hood. of the right, hood, right? Or, or, or of the previous place that you live. So I think I think you're right, though. I think it has to really dictate when it comes to like just how you look at it and your and that perspective. That can also just be it. about comfort level too. You know, sometimes people are not comfortable with something that's new, even right. though there can be like a, a level of dysfunction possibly to how they were living or or how you're thinking about something. But what ends up happening is if you don't feel comfortable doing something different, then it's going to be an adjustment. And so everybody isn't able to necessarily make that adjustment. So you think about when somebody, you know, comes from a certain neighborhood or what have you, they go away to college. And so they they're in they're like immersed in a different in a different type of culture. Right. Because, you know, culture is not just about race and ethnicity no, and, no, absolutely. and that kind yeah. of thing. It's a lot of other things like culture into, yeah. is everywhere. Yes. So they're immersed in a different culture, you know, on a college campus. Right. And so they've learned some new things. They've been exposed to some different things. Right. Then they come home and they're coming back home to what they grew yeah, up well, in. Man. Right. So then they have to try to you know, navigate those waters of, okay, these are some things that I've learned that I've liked because I've gone away, but now I'm back. So, so even though it could be some things that are dysfunctional, right. You know, a lot of times we hold on to those things because they're just comfortable to us. So, so, and we don't want to be uncomfortable. No, nobody really likes being (laughs) uncomfortable, but what happens is that a lot of times to be able to accomplish something or to grow 
or to create a different mindset. You have to go through that. Right. Yeah. So even when you think about what it, what it means to be well, mm-hmm. like in the audience, maybe nobody's ever thought, you may not have thought of that. You may not have thought of like, well, what does it mean for me to be well? And that's right. what I'm trying to say today is think about that. What do you need to feel better? Mm. You know, whether, and that's not so much that anything is wrong. Right. It's not that anything is wrong. Everything could be just great. Right. But being well and 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 living in wellness, so to speak, right. is going to be something that needs to be assessed for each person individually. So and, it sounds like wellness is almost kind of equivalent to knowledge, where you'll you'll never you never can have like a state of being where oh no it's I'm over I'm, right I'm, I'm done I'm, I'm done good. I'm, right. I've reached my hundred percent wellness right so you're always right. striving right. To because improve it. even if it's that you're maintaining what it is you're doing, because right. what happens is a lot of times these trying to find things that will contribute to our wellness or defining that means that you have to constantly do some things. Right. You may have to do some things differently. Right. You may have to tweak some things that you're already doing. Right. And so then it's about maintaining those things. Right. I got so you. because what happens is sometimes we have to create a new habit. Right. So if you're creating a new habit. Oftentimes what happens is we do that for a while right. and then we go back to the old habit. Mm. But then mm. we have to realize, okay, mm. what am I truly trying to accomplish here? And right. so then that may pull us back into the habit that we were trying to do. Right. Can you, can you just, um, if you don't mind me asking Dr. Robin, cause I'm just, I'm just, I'm being flooded with this perspective. And if you could speak to it real quickly, um, you have, there's that person. I think you mentioned that type of individual early on about um, that they just they they they're always that woe is me. They don't want wellness, so it's like in one hand they want it, but then maybe they don't know how to get it. But their wellness is really comfortable within woe is me. How does that change? Well, just like anything that we want to change, it has to take effort. And Mm. so I know that's easier said than done. And that's Mm. why, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to kind of start, you know, this talk about this topic. And Mm. because there's certainly I'm sure I'm probably missing some things. There's probably other Mm -hmm. opinions here, but there's probably not a person on this earth Mm -hmm. who hasn't been through something in their lives. Absolutely. Everybody has experienced things. It is about how we label those things, the significance we assign to them or the weight we assign to something and how we allow it to continue to manifest itself in our lives going forward. Mm. So some people use their adversity to continue to say, this is why I can't do X, Y, and Z because this is what happened. Right. Some people say, well, this is what happened. And I've used that to motivate me to never allow that to happen again in my life. Mm, I got you. So there's different perspectives. Now, there's a lot of things that probably feed into what what changes those perspectives, whether it's somebody's support system, whether it's just an intentional way of changing their mindset. Right. However, or whether it's processing what happened, because sometimes people... You know, a lot of people suffer different things in their right. life and they have never, ever been able to talk to anybody about it. Mm. You know, mm. things that they've suffered in childhood mm. that they have not had. They just held on to that for years. Right. Well, because wow. and there wasn't really a, 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 an outlet. There wasn't a way for them to. So they may have. Okay. So sometimes that outlet might have been through 
behavioral stuff. Sometimes people shut down. They just right. keep everything in. Right. But they may not have ever had an opportunity to talk about stuff. And, you know, as we get older, we tend to think that, well, I'm good. Right. You know, when we're not really. Right. Right. I got you. Or we don't re- or we don't recognize right. how these things are still playing a role in our life today. Sure. So. So certainly, you know, that can be where ta- sitting down and talking to a professional could come in. But also you got to think about, you know, where you want to see yourself. So okay. where do you want to see yourself? Like, think about it that way. Like, you know, because we could do that with tangible stuff. Sure. Like we can say, OK, you know what? I want to lose this weight or I want to, you know, read this book. That's like okay. a tangible goal. And then we can look at how do I get there? But okay. there are probably some intangible factors, some things that we need to pull into things in terms of when we look at how do we want to define, mm-hmm. you know, how we want to live. And wellness is really about how you want to live. And you. that may mean, you know, knowing that you're getting what you need, you know, defining what that is for you. And also knowing when you need to remove some things from your life right. that are not contributing to your wellness. Got you. Okay. And so I want you you know, I want the audience, I want us to think about that. I want us to take that into consideration. And I'll end with this for today. Something I'm going to end with with every show is about, you know, intentions. And we're going to do a show on intentions and how important that is to set forth intentions. Mm-hmm. And intentions are like, you know, conscious behavior, things that you're going to make an effort in. So I want you to think about what are you trying to do this week? What are you trying to get accomplished? What do you want to see different in your life? So what are your intentions? For the week. Okay. And that brings us to a close. I have enjoyed this time today. Certainly, I encourage you to, you know, reach out. You can email me at <laughs> let's talk with Dr. Robin at gmail.com. And the other social media connections will be coming soon. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. All right.